0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you grow your business, get visible, and of course, monetize. And today... This is a special day because we are talking to the creator of Stan. Now you all have heard me talk about Stan. If you follow me on Instagram, I've definitely, all content has been like geared towards Stan because it's such a great platform. And I've talked about it here on the social media decoded podcast, but I felt that I needed to bring John here so that he can tell you his version of why Stan is so amazing. And for the creators, right? How Stan is revolutionizing because this is still early in the journey. So how is staying revolutionizing for creators? So welcome, John. I'm so excited to have you here on the Social Media Decoded podcast.
1: And I am very grateful to be here as well, Michelle. I'm appreciating the hype up too. I don't know if I'll live up to the hype, but I'm super excited to share our mission, our story so far. We're a super young startup, but we have huge dreams of all the different ways I want to help all my creator friends. But I, I'm grateful to be on. I'm excited to tell our story.
0: Yeah. So yes, about your story. Tell us about your story and how you even got started as a creator. How did this even come to fruition for you?
1: Yeah, I actually think my personal story and Stan's stories as a startup are pretty deeply interwoven because our mission at Stan is really personal for me. It's just to empower anyone to get to make a living working for themselves on the Internet. But the reason I care so deeply about that as a human being is because that's just been my story of like trying to find meaning and fulfillment through my own career. So I grew up in the states. I, I was born in China, but immigrated with my single mom to the states when I was very young. I was six months old, and I had a very typical immigrant American ex- experience, like you know cultural Asian nuances around math and science, and you know keeping your head down, doing everything society tells you to. And, and I really did that, right? I went to school for computer science and finance. I was a, I, you know, I was a. Decent student. I wasn't a great student. I was a decent student, but I ended up hustling my way and cold calling my way into a job at Goldman Sachs. So I I was doing investment banking, and so you know, you think at the time when you're a brazen, you know, 19 year old kid that when you land a job at Goldman, life is set. You're the coolest kid on the street. Um, But lo and behold, you end up to a job like that, and you realize, wait a minute, like this is not what life was promised, right? You're working super hard. You're really stressed out. I would argue the work is relatively meaningless. You know, you're making money out of money. There's not much fulfillment in that, and so at Goldman, you know, I was at the epitome, quote unquote, of what society tells you is a happy career. Um, yet I was deeply miserable. I, I I was looking at all these senior partners I worked for and saying like, you know, they don't have a family life that I want in 20 years. They don't have a life in general that I look up to. I, I don't want to be them. And so, I, I end up, doing the mistake again a couple of times in my career because you're like, oh, well, maybe it's just this job. I'll get an even better job. And so I I went off and I got a wonderful job in venture capital and private equity investing, um, where I invested in startups like Uber and Spotify, um, really world-changing world-class startups, but still like I was on the finance side. It's, you know, it was the right job to have, but it didn't feel right. And so I did that one more time. I was like, okay, maybe it's just the job broadly. I'll go to business school. So I checked one more box. I went to Stanford Business School. Um, And so I I only mentioned all of that career to say like, hey, y'all, like I did everything that society told us to do to be happy. Like I I checked the boxes. I was a good Asian American kid. I made my mom proud. But I ended up there and I was like, but none of this matters. None of this makes me happy and fulfilled. Um, And so my story of becoming a creator was just out of sheer boredom during the pandemic. I was in grad school at the time at, at Stanford. And Which is like binge consuming doom scrolling TikTok all day. I was like, wait a minute, like I should just make some fun content. And I asked myself, how can I add value and help to the world? Like, what kind of content can I make? And the story that was so resonant for me and where I could truly add value was actually just in teaching underrepresented minorities how to get their first job out of college. Because when I cold called my way to a job on Wall Street, I had no connections. I didn't have a dad to tell me like what finance was. Right, And so I had all this advice and I started sharing it and I really enjoyed it because I brought this sense of sarcasm and humor to, to otherwise very dry, boring business topics. Like walking through someone's resume, that's not the most fun thing ever, but I tried to make it fun. And so I, I ended up going pretty viral in my first few videos, but you know, grew up falling pretty quickly. It was early days of TikTok and I was like, wait, I love this, but how do I, how do I actually make money and do this full time? Because I, I experienced for the first time this incredible feeling of working for yourself creating something like the scary artistic side of putting something out in the world putting yourself out in the world seeing it land and actually impact people in a positive way but there was no like return of capital that could actually sustain me and so i was like i can either go back to private equity make 500k a year and be miserable or i can figure out how to do this and so the story of stan as a company was actually stan i just the first version of stan i just hacked together for my own account i literally because because i was going to use like it was so confusing. I was like trying to like figure out: do I get a Linktree, and then I need like a Calendly for bookings, and a Kajabi for courses, and then this thing for checkout, and all this. And it was so confusing. I was like, I'm just going to hack this together in five minutes and have an all-in-one thing for myself. And so the first version of Stan was just like a little store of John, of j my account, of you know my resume template you could download for free as a lead magnet. It was right next to a really fast one-tap checkout for my course. And then also coaching bookings all in one place, all optimized for mobile and social media conversion, which no other platform had because I, I was trying to optimize my sales because like I'm trying to make content all day, not try to run a business and run a website. And so all my creator friends, the story of Stan becoming a company by accident was like, all of my creator friends just started asking to use it. All of a sudden we have like, most of the biggest tiktok educators out there using stan and then you know a year and a half later i'm super blessed to now get to be working with 15 other really wonderful caring folks many of them who are also creators who deeply understand what we go through every day as creators Um, and somehow i've been lucky enough to be on your podcast so
0: yes oh my goodness this journey and this is everyone listening this is this isn't too long ago right that he thought of this so And I love that you said that you did everything like society says to do, because I feel the same way. I have a background in healthcare administration, got fired from my job and leaned into my skills of being a blogger and an influencer and was like, I can totally make a business out of this. And this, I've been doing this you all for 13 years. And so I am excited about Stan because my head was spinning, just like you said, trying to figure out and put together all these pieces to make a online business easy for me, because I'm a mom. I mean, many people listen to this, maybe a mom, you may have kids, you may not, but you want an easy process and an easy all-in-one thing. So I'm glad that you had those issues and that you (laughs) had these struggles because now we have this amazing platform, Stan. So I want to talk about Stan, like you all, and thank you so much. Your team is amazing. And I want to say that I haven't worked with a brand like this that really is for creators and that really cares about us. Like you all create content. Like I, like, like you create content for us to use i think that that is number 1 amazing because that takes time that takes time to detail you get what it takes to be a creator to be able to showcase and sell our expertise online easy right and so i'm grateful for everyone that works at stan I, i'll every, interview everybody on stan on the podcast um Heck yeah. but yes yeah i want to talk about stan now if you can just explain like in the easiest way possible like what is stan who is stan good for and how will it help us get to the bag like we want to
1: so the one-liner for stan is stan is your all-in-one store builder what that means is in five, literally five minutes just five minutes you can set up your own branded web page that's optimized for mobile and social media conversion directly from your LinkedIn bio to sell anything you want so whether that's a course, whether that's bookings on your coaching page, whether that's uh, some other digital product, whether that's some other service, whatever you want st- to do and sell, Stan has functionality for that, and it's completely out of the box. So in just five minutes, you can set up a page with all of your own branded colors, your own photos, whatever products you want, and then you can immediately throw it up there. And you never have to worry about all the back end stuff like web hosting, payments, uh, customer support in terms of refunds, all that nitty gritty stuff. And on top of that, it's $29 a month as opposed to hundreds of dollars a month for everything that you'd have to pay for otherwise. That's really Stan in a box. But I think the thing that we're most proud of at Stan is what you mentioned is around the content and care that we bring. So yes, Stan is a software product. Yes, it's just the best in the market. I can fundamentally say that now having worked super hard on it for a year and a half. A year ago, it was still pretty scrappy. But now it is fundamentally the cheapest and best product out there. But what we're really proud of as a team is that we're all creators, so we just know how freaking hard it is. Like figuring out how to market for the first time is so scary as a creator. You're like, am I going to get canceled or are people going to get mad at me? Like I was deeply insecure the first few times I tried to sell my course. And so we create a lot of content because we're creators ourselves that hopefully it's also fun content. And like we have, we make jokes all the time of like, how do you even like market your course once you launch it? Like, how do you build a course in the first place? It's all scary stuff when you've never done it before. And the reason why we do that is because we've just done it ourselves. And we just know how like there's, there's just like shared trauma, you know, like we're like trauma bonded on this one. Um, but yeah, I... I I, I'm, I'm so proud of my team more than anything just to hear you say like you know the team that's that's what makes this company special is a bunch of real human beings who know on the other side yes you're using our software but you are a real human being and we care about you because we know what you're going through but that's what makes this company so special too, and why I'm so proud of it.
0: Yes, I love that. And yes, I'm going to have the team on because I'm not I'm not kidding <laughs> when I say this. I don't, you know, this this podcast is all facts and no fluff and the team at Stan is really it's been really a great experience. So, I want to talk about some things that we wish that we knew before becoming sure. entrepreneurs because this journey is not easy and I'm sure that everyone listening has there's ebbs and flows in business and you've done so amazing by raising venture cap. That is just huge, a huge accomplishment. And I just want to say congratulations because I know that it's been like sleepless days and nights. <laughs> and I heard that you never even knew how to pitch. You learned how to do all these things and you have been successful. So what what is the model that you live by and what, what are some sh- things that you wish that you knew before you got started?
1: Oh, so I just turned 27 and I was reflecting on all the lessons I wish I had known in my early 20s that would have saved me a ton of time, money, anxiety, sleepless nights. And there was just one North Star that leads me now and leads Stan now. And also just, I realized this is a secret to life, is if you just focus entirely on helping other people, you like help yourself 100 times more than if you just only focus on helping yourself. Like it's crazy how simple life is, but if you just invest deeply to your loved ones, your friends, and then also the people you meet in business and you just genuinely care about them. Like the reason why we're successful is because I sit down with you. Like what other $29 a month subscription out there for software does a team literally sit down with you for hours and be like, hey, Michelle, like tell me about what you want to do with your business. Tell me about what kind of products you want to build. And literally just goes and does that. I mean, the goodwill we accrue from that because we just like genuinely care about helping you grow your business because it's fun for us. And it's also personally meaningful and fulfilling for us to help other people um, ends up making our business so much more successful. So that's the one overarching piece of advice I give my 20-year-old self is like, dude, just like throw good karma into the world. Just give, 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 give without expectation and help other people. And all that karma will come back to you tenfold. And that is to me the secret to life, the secret to happiness, secret to good relationships. So, yeah.
0: That is good. Everyone, I know that you're taking notes. Of course, I have the most amazing experts on this show to drop gems and tell you how it really is all facts no fluff about entrepreneurship and the silver the 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 other side of this right the rainbow at the other side it's it's something good that we're working towards and if we just keep going no matter what's thrown in our way because I'm sure you've been through through many struggles <laughs> getting stand off the ground and now it's just an amazing platform and Continuing to still evolve. Let's not stop there because there's so many things. Like I checked, and the 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 drip is now on the courses. I was like, yes, I created my course. It's in there now. I have one on one calls. I have all the things <laughs> in stand, and so I'm so excited. I want to talk about books. I'm a I'm an avid reader. I love to read, and so are there any books or resources that you want to share that has helped you along your entrepreneur journey?
1: There are different areas. The, the beautiful thing about being an entrepreneur is there are all these different facets you have to grow, which is what makes it so hard. You've got to build a great product and a service for someone. You've got to learn how to market. You've got to also then at some point learn how to be a leader of an organization and show up for your people. And so as it relates to tactical things in terms of like how do you scale a business? How do you grow a team? All that kind of stuff. Very tactical stuff like how do you market a product? There's actually a book called High Growth Handbook. It's famous in the Silicon Valley community. It's very tactical. It'll like literally tell you like how do you raise capital or like how do you market something for the first time. That is a really good book I read a couple of years ago that was very formative for me. Where I'm at in terms of my role as a creator entrepreneur uh, and where I am in terms of scaling my business is really around leading people now. Right, I have a team of 15 who are just wonderfully, insanely talented, caring people. And my job now is to show up every day for them. And so for me, something that's really helped me show up, not only as a leader, but also actually in my content. So if you're a creator and you want to be more successful as a creator, I would read this too. It's a book called 15 Commitments of Conscious Leadership. And so it's how do you show up as a kinder and more emotionally intelligent human being, which then allows you, if you think about the downstream effects, to be more aware around other people's problems and how they're feeling. And therefore, that gives you more in tune with the art you're creating through content right? So that you're really addressing your audience's problems or you're really building for your team. Um, so I would say those two books have been really formative for me.
0: Oh, those are some great books. Definitely add those to your Audible, add them to your Libby if you have the library app. <laughs> I'm, I don't know if many people know about that secret. You can If you have a library near you, this app called Libby. I think it's called Libby. And you can, if you have a library card, you can get Audible books and also, you know, Kindle type books that you can read. So Tip there if you if you like That's that.
1: That's a good tip.
0: Yeah. So oh my goodness. This has been a jam-packed episode. And I think that everyone should sign up for Stan. Like right now. Of course, you know I'm gonna have all the information oh, yeah. in the show notes that so you should sign, sign up, for up for Stan, okay? So that we'll take you care, yeah. take the stress off of you. Okay. It doesn't have to be hard to run a business. It can be easy. You can make money every day in your sleep while you're at the beach. That's, that's the best thing. So could you let everyone know where we can find you? Of course, we know we can find you at Stan, but do you have anything else exciting coming up that everyone should know about? Where can we catch you online?
1: Sure. So I actually put was thinking about what can I specifically offer your audience because you were so kind to invite me onto the show. And so we usually sh- th- uh, sell this course as an upsell for $999. It's the Creator MBA. But I figured... Just for the listeners of the show, if you just shoot me a DM on Instagram and say you came from Michelle's podcast, I'll send you a a free download link for just the next two weeks because we can't make it free for forever. People will see it. Um, I will give you all access to that Creator MBA course. That is a step-by-step, module-by-module course that will teach you everything from first, what should I even sell, like based off my niche, my follower count what kind of content I'm creating, what products I should even sell. Then it'll teach you how to actually create those products. What even products are out there. That's such an ambiguous term, like courses, books, guides, coaching calls, Basically, it'll give you a little template for like what you should actually sell, what's the best fit for you as a creator and your following size. And then lastly, how to even go about marketing those and setting those up and also how do you set up a stand store in just two minutes without all the hassle. So I am happy to provide that. If you just shoot me a DM on Instagram at jhoovey and say you came from Michelle's podcast, uh, then I will shoot that link over to you.
0: Oh, well, you heard him. You heard him. Make sure that you send him a DM on Instagram because that is that that's a lot of great resources for you to build your stand store to even know i I mean i i want to check this out you know i'm I'm always (laughs) learning i'm always growing and evolving so thank you so much for sharing that resource with our audience and thank you for coming on the social media decoded podcast this has been a really great episode thank you for telling us more about stan i know there's more coming. So, Hey, we might do another podcast episode about where Stan is a year from now, because I know that it's just going to continue to evolve and grow. And I'm excited to be a part of the Stan ambassador family. And you guys have treated me so, so amazing. So I am here and I'm going to continue to tell people about Stan.
1: Oh, well, Michelle, we're very grateful to have you on the Stan fam. And I'm excited to be back on.
0: Yes.